Good morning, everyone. Welcome into another episode of the Troy Farkas Show, a podcast that is not about me. It's about all of us. The 20s are a crucial time in our lives, and on this show, we navigate the highs and lows of early adulthood together. Happy July 4th weekend. Talking to you here on Monday. Yesterday was July 4th, the day that we celebrate America's birthday, July 4th, 1776. As a history buff, this is always a a special time of year for me to look back on the crazy journey of the founding of this country, which if you are from the Northeast, like I am, like most of the listeners are, this is kind of the birthplace of where it all is. The Battle of Saratoga is the turning point in the American Revolution when it became like, oh crap, the Americans can actually beat the big bad British and take this thing home and eventually form a new country, which of course had its had uh, many issues along the way and stops and starts. But 245 years later, we're doing it. We're here. America, still alive, thriving. A lot of you might not think we're thriving, but in the grand scheme of things, I'm always talking about putting things into perspective. America is still the greatest country in the world. Yes, we have our flaws. We absolutely have our problems, things that we need to work on, things that we need to reckon with and cope with and learn from. But there's so many worst places that you could be in the world right now. So just a a great day every year to remind ourselves how lucky we are to live in this country because it is truly um, an honor that a lot of us take for granted growing up in this country where we have so many freedoms and liberties that other people just do not have. I mean, I wouldn't be able to have a podcast in many other countries. I can freely speak my mind on this thing, not that I'm out here saying anything controversial, not that I like care about anything enough to speak controversially about it, but if I were so inclined to, I couldn't necessarily do that in other parts of the world. So super grateful here today that I can talk to you all here on Trey Farkas Show. So I hope you guys all had a great July 4th. I certainly had a solid little weekend, nothing crazy, but... Um, on Sunday, on July 4th, did the Firecracker 4, a four-mile race in downtown Saratoga, which is a tradition that I've been doing on and off since 2013. I've done it five or six times at this point, and I think this was the best time that I ran it in. And this is very impressive for me because I've done this race at different times, like when I was actually an athlete, when I was playing basketball. And so I got uh, a time that per mile was about 650 a mile, which is something that I was super pumped about. I was, you know, I didn't train enough for, or I didn't really train that much for this. Like I, I'm not a runner. I don't really enjoy running. I get the itch to run every other week. So I maybe over the past month just started running once a week. And again, always like two, three miles, nothing crazy because I just don't like running. And so my approach to exercise is just do what you like to do and vary it up. That works for me. That might not work for you guys, but for me, in order to keep exercising, I have to vary it up as much as possible. So I don't run and I don't do long distance running because to get really good at long distance running, you have to do it over and over and over again. So four miles is kind of like a perfect distance for me to do a race because at that point I can just kind of go all out. So, I mean, by the end of the thing, I am really, really tired um, because I like to finish hard. And so I, I sprint across the finish line finished 154th place out of, I think, just over 2,000 registered runners. So that was really, uh, really exciting. I was really, really proud uh, of that. And hopefully I can do even better next year for when I make it back. And um, so that was that was what I did yesterday. And then fireworks and parades and, and all that good stuff. Throwing back a couple Willie Super Brews, my new go-to hard seltzer. Saturday, walked around downtown Toga, got coffee with the, with the Hennigans. That was so much fun. I love just learning from older people and learning about 
regrets that they might have so that I don't, um, you know, make mistakes in my future. I, I like learning from older people for as much as I criticize older people on this show about how sometimes they can be out of touch and stuck in their ways. They are also just full of great wisdom and experience that I cannot replicate. So I do love just learning from people who are older than me who have been through it, although it may have been in different times, different eras. Uh, of the world, I, I do take much pride in talking and learning from older people because they ultimately do know more than I do. So that was really good and something that I would stress all of you to do, to read, to learn, to listen, to watch older people because they have been through it. They do have great years of experience and wisdom to uh, give you. So that is that. Um, I hope you all had a great July 4th weekend again and that you were able to be with loved ones and have a good barbecue and uh, have some good drinks and be outside and be on the water. A lot of you have boats. I saw you guys out there living your best lives out on the water. Absolutely love that for you. Keep it up. Hope you're happy. Uh, there's there's a new post a couple days old over on the TreyFarkerShow.com. Uh, I'm not going to read it to you, but it is titled Two Traits That I'm Working On. Basically, two character traits that I want to embody that I'm working on. It's over on the website, again, TheTroyFarkerShow.com. I will not read it to you, but I do want to talk about it and these two traits that I, that I am working on. So I am very grateful that there are a lot of just inherent character traits, human being qualities that I have that have been given to me, that I have not had to work for, that I inherited, whether it's from my parents, teachers, coaches, friends, girlfriends, whatever it is, a lot of who I am is other people. We are a mixture of the, what is it, six or seven people closest to us in our lives. And so I, what I am right now is a mixture of mom, dad, my brother, my two high school basketball coaches, my male social studies teacher in middle school that was very influential on my life. I am um, different people that I've worked with. I am people that I have met with. I am people that I have dated. I am my best friends. I am my best friend's parents. There are so many people in my life that make up who I am. And conversely, there are so many people in your life who make up who all of you are. And so we are just bits and pieces of all the people that we learn from and that we associate ourselves with. And that is why I talk so frequently about making sure that you surround yourselves with the right types of people because it is those types of people that ultimately make us who we are. So it is so paramount to surround yourself with people that you want to emulate, that inspire you, that motivate you, that make you a better person, that make you laugh, that make, that make you think, that make you cry. That is why I talk about it so much. And so I am very mindful of all of these different character traits that I have inherited from other people, whether that is curiosity, whether that is a love for nature, whether that is gratitude, um, work ethic. That is certainly something that has been inculcated into me from various people throughout my life. Uh, a love for learning, a love for reading, for writing, for, for coffee, for uh, healthy eating and exercise. All of these things have been passed down to me. I didn't necessarily inherently develop them myself, but there are two specific traits that I do not have that no one has really passed down to me that I have not gained from anyone around me. The two traits being patience and accountability. I want to start with the first one. And this is something that I think is really devoid among all of us, among me, 
among all of us, the young people, especially today, and even the generation kind of below me. I don't even know what generation I'm in these days. Am I a millennial? Am I Gen Z? Am I Gen X? Like, I don't even know, but I know that my generation and the one that is just coming up after us, we are super entitled. Like, that is what we are known for. And every generation that is older than us always criticizes the younger generation, Say, and they say, oh, like, they're not as good at, at us as this. Each pro, each each generation kind of always criticizes the ones before it and one after it because each generation always thinks that like they've got it figured out they're living the right way obviously this is not true each one has its own strengths and, and own weaknesses and our weakness is that we're super entitled we have been brought up in this era of the online world where Maybe me and you grew up buying things on eBay and then Amazon, and now Amazon runs our lives, and Grubhub, and StubHub, and all these things. Any good product service that we want, we can get it delivered to our doorstep overnight. We can get it to our phones immediately. We can get it on an app. Whatever it is that we want, if it's a food, a, a clothing item, a service, we can get it done. Snap of fingers, the touch of a button, just a quick phone call, whatever it is, we can make it happen. Because of that, we are super impatient. When we get into the workforce, and I know specifically in my industry, um, I've worked with someone in the past who was like, okay, I'm here. I just got out of college and I've been here for a year. Why am I not on air yet? And in reality, that's just not how it works unless you are an otherworldly, talented person that is a can't miss LeBron James type style prospect you know this person is going to be the greatest to ever do it type of prospect in a profession you don't have that on-air role immediately that is something that you work up to for years through reps through connections through just reps 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 and grinding and late nights and weekends and early mornings and all that good stuff nothing is handed to you very rarely are things handed to you unless you got a lot of money status connections very rarely things are handed to you and so right now we all think that we are deserving of everything that we sh that whatever we want we can get it now we can get it instantly that's not how it works in reality that is not how it works and so we are a super impatient generation and i am undoubtedly a victim of this um, maybe not as much in terms of like a uh, physical possession or, or whatever it is, but I certainly struggle with, I want things to happen for me quickly. Like when I was considering leaving ESPN last November, December, it was taking a while to find a job at a company. And so maybe two or three months I, I was trying and trying and trying and trying and I wasn't getting anything. Is that a product of, okay, it's the holiday season? Is it the product of the media industry was hurt really badly by the pandemic? All of those are very possible. I don't know the truth. Maybe I just wasn't a good enough candidate. And that was hard for me to come to grips with. And so I just basically said, you know what? Screw this. I'm done trying to find a job at a big company like the traditional method tells you to. I'm going to go do my own thing. I'm going to be my own boss, hire myself whatever it is, advocate for myself rather than wait for someone to tell me what my future is. I go out and find it myself. So I was impatient, but you know, to each their own, right? So this is something that that I'm trying to, to work on. There's things that I'm working toward right now in my professional life, in my personal life that I want to make happen. So now I'm just kind of playing a timing game. Should I try to strike now? 
because I could fail. It, it's likely that I do fail. If I do strike now, that I might not get what I want, and then I cost myself in the long run. It's better, in most cases, it's better to wait, to be patient, to tell yourself, I don't need this right now, I'm good, I'm good with where I'm at, I'm good financially, I'm good workload-wise, whatever it is, I don't need this right now, it will come when I am ready for it. It will find me when I am ready for it. So I am every day needing to stress to myself that I must be patient, that everything does not happen overnight, that good things happen to those who wait, right? To use the old cliche, patience is a virtue, as the great Chinese thinker Confucius once said. So it is something that I'm actively working at every day because it goes against everything that you and I are being taught right now because we are being taught that everything can happen for us overnight, instantly. TikTok videos. Now, you make a TikTok video, your first TikTok video with no experience, no anything, it can go viral. We live in this viral nature where we can become big overnight. And it is very counterintuitive now among our generation to wait for things. And so I am trying every day to impress upon myself and people around me, like, just be patient. It will work out when it's supposed to. So that's the first thing that I'm working on. The second one is accountability, which is also something that runs counterintuitive to what we have just always been taught. I mean, and I said this in the article, remember when you're in second grade and you're spatting with your classmate and it's like, oh, he hit me, oh, she bit me, oh, she started at first, oh, he threw the food first. Even though in our adult lives, in our early adulthood lives, we're not stooping to that level, of course, we still do very much point the finger at other people before we look inward and do it ourselves. I mean, when I first uh, got to ESPN, I had um, a mentor, someone who was high up at the company, who said to me something to the effect of everyone likes to point fingers at other people, but they never turn the, the pointer finger back at their chest, essentially. No one ever wants to take the blame themselves. Um, and it's it's absolutely true, and I certainly saw that, because, I mean, in my job in the media, especially, like, when you're on air and something goes wrong on air, there is usually a direct finger to point at. Someone mistimed something, someone didn't press a button, someone was asleep at the wheel, something wrong happened, and you can immediately tell who did it and then everyone gangs up on that person and then the person who is at fault may say oh yeah like yeah i messed up but it was because this person did this wrong and then this person did this wrong or this person didn't tell me i was supposed to do this in this moment so it's just this constant cycle of just blame game and of not owning up to your mistakes the truth of the matter is as i realized again this is another thing that you have to just actively work at because it is our natural tendency to defend ourselves against criticism and to defend our honor and to uh talk back when people get in our faces about a mistake that we make because we never want to believe that we could have possibly done something wrong right so this is something that i have to actively work against and i have found that when i have taken accountability when i was in those situations and did say you know what i messed up when I've messed up on a radio show, on a podcast, whatever it is, and have said, I messed up, and then I try to go fix it, the people who I've screwed over because of my mistakes ultimately come back to you with respect and say, you know what, thank you for owning up to it, learn from this, we'll get past it, and move from there. If you own up to your mistakes and be accountable, 
the people that you wrong in the process will respect you more for it than if you don't, than if you point fingers and cast blame. So this is something that I am really trying to work at because now in the self-employed world that I'm living in, I can't really point my fingers at in, at anyone else. There's not a person to my left and a person to my right and a person over email that I can blame because it is all on me. This is this little self-employed business that I am running. If there is a mistake on one of the podcasts that I'm producing or one of the videos that I'm producing for these people, it's on me. It is ultimately on me. 1,000% it is on me. So I need to look inward. Hopefully, I mean, obviously, first of all, let me say this. Don't try to make mistakes. I don't try to make mistakes. And I'm very meticulous in what I do so that I don't make mistakes because no one wants to make them or be put in a situation where you have to take accountability for it. So let me first say that. But if when I do make a mistake, I have to take accountability for it and say my bad, it won't happen again and learn from it and learn from it and learn from it. I remember doing a podcast a couple months ago where I said embrace mistakes and learn from them. And I, I don't believe in trying to make mistakes. Of course, that's dumb. No one wants to do that. But when you do make them, mistakes are an incredible learning opportunity for you to do better and be better. So that is something that I urge all of you to do going forward is to be accountable. And when you do make mistakes, learn from them and don't make them happen again. Because if you make the same mistake twice, it shows that you have not learned from them, which means that you've not only wasted the opportunity to learn from it, but you have now made that same mistake again. So that is just kind of my uh, input on all of that. Those are two character traits that I'm trying to work on if you want to read it in in written form over on the show.com where you can also find the full archive of podcasts, of blogs, uh, YouTube videos, all the social media information is over there. It's a really fun site that uh, that I enjoy bringing to you all. So if you want to like make it your homepage on your phone or whatever, that'd be cool. I've got a fun conversation coming up later this week with an old friend recording it tonight. So that should go over well, keeping my fingers crossed that it happens. You never know what these things, but hopefully it happens. We'll have that to you guys later this week, a second episode. Follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. I'm sorry, there may have been some issues over the last couple months. Um, Apple Podcasts, I found out, has been having some issues because they like redid their app. And so it created some issues for some podcasters where their episodes weren't available in Apple. Uh, on my phone personally, I didn't have that issue, but maybe some of you guys did, so I'm apologizing for that. They say that that bug is fixed now, but regardless, I would strongly urge you all to just go listen to Spotify, because Spotify is just a better product, honestly. I think it's more navigable, I think it's better looking, and I think it has way fewer options, so if you want to listen to the podcast, like I'll lean way more into the Spotify side of things, because I, I really, really trust them. Apple, I'm not sure as much, but uh, that's just super inside podcast nerd stuff for me. That's enough for me. I hope you all have a great week, that you get outside, that you uh, got a good little rest on this holiday weekend, that you get back at it, that you um, are nice, that you don't make mistakes, that you be patient for whatever it is that you want. Spend some time alone. Ask yourself what it is that you want, how you can get there, and what character traits you need to embody in order to get there. That's my advice. I'll talk to you again later this week. Have a good one.